Welcome back to The Outright Effect, a podcast in which unique perspectives challenge us to be better versions of ourselves. I'm Shelly. And I'm Tempsey. And today we're going to be thinking about the whole work from home situation and what we've been dealing with. Um, This is definitely something that's new for both of us where we've been working from home for such a long time. And we just kind of want to go into, you know, our thoughts on this and maybe some adjustments that we've had to make um, since, you know, this new work situation has come up. Yeah. So let's start with our workspaces because when you all of a sudden have to work from home, you have to figure out where am I going to work if that's just not a normal thing that you had to do before. So Shelly, what did you do about your workspace initially and then where did you end up? So for me, I I think I initially thought I'm going to go with the dining room table because while I do have a desk at home, my desk is not very large. The intent of my desk was not to actually do work work, like office work from it. Um, I, I really got the desk so I could work on editing for my YouTube channel, like that kind of stuff, where I'm really just working on a laptop. But the type of work that I do requires me to have another monitor and maybe some space to write write things down on a notepad, you know, like I just needed more room. So I decided I'm gonna go with the dining room table um, and really, I mean, yeah, that was the only spot I had that had enough space for a second monitor. Luckily, I did have a spare monitor at home that I could plug into my work laptop. Um, And I really found that working from the dining room table is not super conducive for doing work for long periods of time. I did find it uncomfortable. I think just the um, height of the chair, the height of the table, it wasn't something that I could adjust, like an adjustable office chair, you know, where you can make it higher or lower, whatever you need. Maybe I could have sat on some pillows. I don't really know. Would that have been good for my back? I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. But, you know, I just really ended up having to make do with what I had, and and that was it. Um, And I also felt like after a while that the monitor I set up, the second monitor, the spare one I had at home that I set up to, you know, look at these gigantic spreadsheets that I have to work on, um, I felt like this monitor was, like, huge and up in my face because, I'm a person who likes to push it as far back as possible, like away from me. So it's not so close. Like, obviously, you know, we wouldn't really sit up right in front of the TV, like, you know, two feet away from it. So same goes for a monitor. I do want to keep my distance from it, but just how, you know, the setup was, I couldn't really do that, which, you know, uh, I mean, resulted in me getting some blue light glasses because I felt like I was getting radiation or something from this monitor on my dining room table. I was just um, going to say, <laughs> I just watched your, I just watched your video recently on simple casual chic about your blue light glasses. So I was like, this story sounds familiar. Did we already have this conversation? And then when you said that, I realized yes. it was a great That's video, where that by came the way. From. Thank you. <laughs> um, what about you, Tempsey? So what was your workspace setup um, at home like? I think I've mentioned this before. I have a 700 square foot condo. And so there really isn't a whole lot of room with two adults and a child. Um, Our rooms are very small. And so from the beginning, it would just seem natural. We're just going to have to work out of our kitchen island because that's like the area that has the most space with, you know, we don't have a desk, we don't have anything like that, or I thought we didn't. And so after a while, um, we were just working from the island. uh, And then we realized that we had this desk that we had piled, organized and piled uh, baby stuff on top of and below. And so um, we both kind of had the same thought at the same time. I was like, wait a minute, we could probably finagle some things around and, and you know get that desk out here where one of us can be a little bit more comfortable because I was standing all day. 
um, my husband was on one of the island chairs, but um, for me, I, I couldn't do that uh, because I think the chairs are just not comfortable. I can't remember why I, I wasn't willing to do that, but standing for that long was, you know, kind of getting to me. So I had to use our bathroom mat to get some cushion under my legs because it, the hard ground was just really affecting me over time. So every day I would pull out our bath mat and then every, you know, once we're done, I put it away and we'd put all our stuff away. And so once we found, figured out and remember that we had this desk, we moved everything around and now I have a desk to sit at and he's already comfortable on the island. So he just stayed up there. Um, and I was a little bit worried about my son, like coming over and messing with it, you know, when we're, when I'm not there and he doesn't like, because we've told him and, and kind of explained to him, he doesn't mess with it. So it ended up being a good situation where I was able to go to work and grab my monitor and um, my keyboard and my docking station and my mouse. And now I'm way more comfortable and can do so much more um, with my day and be way more efficient, efficient and effective. So um, I feel a lot better. Uh, sometimes I still take meetings in my bedroom just for like the quiet surrounding. Um, but it just depends if it's just with my team, they don't care if they see my husband in the background. Uh, Zoom has those virtual backgrounds, but you can still see people walking behind you. <laughs> so they don't, they, they don't care. Something that I thought was a little bit funny, and I think I might've mentioned this in passing. I, I know I've kind of talked with friends about it, but I have always tried to purposefully like not make my life more difficult, but figure out ways where I could, you know, do most of my work from just a laptop in the event I didn't have any of these other equipment, you know, and that was really where I was coming from, from more of a short period of time standpoint, whereas like this has been going on for a few weeks now or several weeks at this point. Right. So, um, you know, I did, I, I, I felt, I feel like, you know, in retrospect, I'm thinking, you know, me forcing myself to get used to doing most of my work from a laptop, like, let's say, for example, you know, at some point, just depending on where we are, where we're working, maybe we are entrepreneurs and just doing stuff on our own. And maybe we don't have the permanent space where we can have a second monitor or whatever the case might be. You know, I was trying to get myself um, prematurely ready for something like that. I don't know. Like, you know, I just wanted to make sure that as an individual, I was like a flexible employee regarding my work situation and I could do work from wherever I might need to be doing work from. Um, but I, I do, I do agree that having a second monitor, especially with the type of work that like you and I do where you're, you, you need the like space, like the screens, realty, you need to use all of it in order to be like very productive and get your stuff done. Um, I think, you know, there were times where I did force myself to just use my laptop screen and it was doable. It just like took a little bit longer and maybe could have been more annoying. What I wish I had, um, or maybe, I don't know, maybe one of these days or after all of this, people who make laptops will be like, I think 10 keys should be on all laptops. I don't know. But you know, that, that is a small something that helps a lot because I mean, we're working in spreadsheets and I have to type numbers in a lot. So doing it from yeah. just the top row of numbers is kind of annoying, but yeah. It's funny that you say that because, you know, I was in, you know, an industry prior to this job where I was using the keypad a lot more similar to you. And so when we purchased our, our personal computer, which is what my husband, he VPNs into his work from our personal laptop. Um, I told him, no, you have to get something with a 10 key, like just in case I have to work from home and need to be like, I don't know, helping uh, one of my employees process payroll or something, then I'm going to need a 10 key to be able to, 
you know, do things like that. And so our home one has it, but my work one doesn't. But um, anywho, how, how has your, have your work days been going? So one, one thing that's interesting is, you know, when Tempsey and I were talking about recording this episode initially, we were still both working from home. But I think I mentioned in a previous episode that I got a new job. So my work day went from five weeks of complete working from home. And now I just finished my second week of going back to the office. But when I was working from home, I did find that I needed to sort of break up my day, whether it be like scheduling breaks, like, you know, looking at the time, recognizing I've been sitting down for like two or three hours and being like, hey, you got to get up and walk around a little bit and also incorporating workouts into my day. So I think that's one thing that's really great, right? When you're working from home, you have the flexibility to, I mean, good and bad, you know, get into some other stuff. Maybe that's like doing the laundry. But for me, it was doing a workout. Um, And I did, you know, ultimately overall find that I was just looking at a screen way too much during the week, like, because I didn't need to drive anywhere. I wasn't like walking from my car in a parking lot to a building, like an office building. And so I really, you know, was trying to be mindful and sort of schedule those and incorporate those things into my day. Um, I found that on the weekend, I barely wanted to look at anything that was on a screen because so much screen time was happening for me during the week to get work done. But I also, um, you know, thinking about the whole work from home experience, I I went into it thinking like, I'm going to have so much time. Like, I'm going to have so much time to like do this, like watch masterclass, which now I'm like, I don't have time to watch masterclass or like read a book, watch some shows. I blasted through a whole bunch of seasons on um, Amazon Prime. But, you know, I thought I'd be able to do more of that. I was like, you know, thinking now that now I'm back in the office, I'm like, oh my God, I thought I would be able to read like a couple more books or like, I don't know, do a little bit something, record more videos for YouTube, all that kind of stuff. It never happened. And now I'm kind of like, ugh, I didn't, I didn't take advantage of this work from home and not having to drive anywhere thing. I was going to ask you about the masterclass thing because we had talked about that previously and then Mm -hmm. now you're back in an office, Mm -hmm. right? And so I was like, oh man, I wonder how that's going to affect the masterclass. Yeah, um, I I would say it hasn't been affecting it a lot because I wasn't doing it that much anyway. But Mm -hmm. I I feel like it's more like a nighttime thing where instead of, I mean, I I was watching a lot of like, I hate to say TV, but like I was streaming a lot of shows. Mm -hmm. Um, And so trying to get myself away from just sitting and watching, but like sitting and learning. I'm still watching something, but there's another element to it now. Like, you know, uh, what, what's funny to me is that um, what I ended up watching, which might sound boring to a lot of people is economics, but it was weird because it, this, I mean, this was filmed um, a couple years ago, probably, you know, um, but it talked about like recession and healthcare and healthcare and recessions. And I was like, oh my God, this is like right now. <laughs> I mean, we were, we were due for one, you know, we were overdue right. for one you know, for sure. So I, I can see why they talked about it, but it is interesting that, you know, they kind of can see the future. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And everything comes in waves, but um, anyways, Tempsey, what was your work day? Or, I mean, you're still working from home. So what has that been like for you? So for me, um, I had to experiment a lot with the work and family dynamic and that, like what that schedule looks like. So originally I just did the normal. I would, you know, start work, 
I would get up and get ready um, and feed my son and all that stuff. And then, you know, I'd still brush my teeth and like just try to make it as regular of a day as possible, go work. And I would start work early though, because I knew I was going to get a lot of interruptions throughout the day. And then over time, I realized I'm not getting outside at all. I'm not getting any physical like exercise whatsoever. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to wake up even earlier and get some physical exercise and alone time. And so at 4.30 in the morning, I would wake up, put my shoes on and go outside and just jog around our large block. And I, um, I figured out that two turns around this block was a little less than a mile and a half. And so it was a good amount. Like I wouldn't jog the whole time. I'm not, I'm not in shape enough for that, but um, I would jog, you know, half of each lap. And that would be a good, I felt a lot better after that. And then um, what I noticed is that I was getting even less work done because I wasn't able to start work early enough to actually like have that quiet time and, and, you know, get it done. And then I would have to take my son outside. So it was like, I'm getting even less time because he needs to get his energy out. Right. So I adjusted and ultimately my schedule now is I'll wake up um, as early as possible you know, four thirty, five o'clock, I'll start work right away. I'll get about, um, three hours in a pretty like straight quiet time until he wakes up and needs breakfast. And then, um, and then we'll have like our team huddle in the morning at eight thirty. right after team huddle. We will, I will jump off kind of like step away from work and I will take Grayson on that same, um, uh, exercise around the block and he'll ride his strider bike. It's like a little bicycle without wheels that teaches them how to balance. And he'll, it'll require me to jog because he goes pretty fast and I have to make sure he doesn't like ride off into the street. And so I have to jog the entire way around because he goes, you know, a decent speed. And then um, we'll come up, we'll get the stroller because he's tired after that first round. He can't go twice. And so we'll come upstairs, get the stroller, go back downstairs, and I'll just push him around once or twice more. And then after that, I'll come home and we'll shower, or I'll shower, and then I'll make his second breakfast. He eats two breakfasts because he's kind of a piggy. Um, but <laughs> he'll eat his second breakfast, and then I'll go back to work um, while I'm eating my breakfast. And then from there, um, he usually takes a nap around 11.30, and then we'll get another hour and a half to two hours of quiet time to focus on work. And then, you know, the rest of the day is pretty much a crapshoot, you know, but meaning that how much work I get done through the rest of the day is pretty tough just because my husband and I are kind of like passing the baton as to who can like really take care of him during that time. And if he'll play by himself, there are some days where he plays by himself and he does really well, but there are other days where he's like all over us and very clean. So we just have to kind of, you know, luckily my team is really like, understanding and my boss is really flexible and he totally gets it. So everybody understood when I had to adjust my schedule a little bit and it's been working really well. Like I feel so much better uh, mentally, physically, and my son gets a lot of his energy out that he wasn't really getting out uh, before. So it's been, it's been working really well. So my, my piece of advice to people, if you're struggling with a lot of this, find what works for you in terms of, you know, of course, if your team and your, and your work, environment is is open to it like find what works for you so that you're still able to care for yourself and able to you know allow that physical exercise for your children if you can I know it's tough it's not easy but it really did wonders for for me and my family 
So is there anything that you liked about working from home? Like generally speaking, I mean, I think we talked a lot about um, having to get adjusted to a new work schedule and things that are around us, but what did you like about, or what have you been liking about working from home <laughs> since you're still working from home? I think it's nice that I get to be around my family a lot more. I like that I don't have to commute to work. I like that um, I don't have to like worry about parking and then walking into my, you know, into my building. Um, I am a planner, so I did like experimenting with my schedule and kind of moving things around. Um, I also like that it, it gave my team and I an opportunity to experiment with what this would look like. You know what I mean? Like this is now an opportunity where if somebody on the team wanted to work from home in the future or wanted to travel a little bit more, they potentially could because all of our all of our stuff is web-based. And so now we all have the opportunity to continue working and not have to worry about being in the office if we don't really need to be there. So that's been really nice. I will say adjusting to moving from working on the island to a desk. I don't know, something about being at a desk for me is just, it's just really enjoyable. And I feel a lot better when I'm like comfortable and I have everything I need to you know, do my job really well that made a huge difference. So I've been really liking that. But another thing that I will say, though, I know we're trying to keep it positive here. But one thing that I forgot to mention about my workday is I feel like I'm constantly cooking or preparing a snack or um, busing, you know, like I'm a restaurant worker, like I'm a buster. A friend of mine said this on, on her Instagram. She said, I feel like I'm, you know, the cook, the server, the bus boy, you know, and like still trying to keep everything together while I'm trying to work a full-time job. And so that part's been kind of tough because it seems like I'm always cooking and cleaning, you know, even at the end of the day, you know, I've already cooked dinner and I'm now, now I have to clean this whole kitchen and have to make coffee for the next day because we do cold brew. So it's like a lot. And my husband helps like every, every other night we'll switch office to who cleans and stuff, but that's been tough too. So I forgot to mention that on, on how my work day has been going, but when you have to serve and bus tables and, <laughs> and cook throughout the day for, for two other people that, that tends to get tough. What about you, Shelly? What do you like about it? Well, what I liked about it is mostly the convenience, to be honest. I mean, I like that things were close to me. I was in the comfort of my own home. I could just walk over to the fridge and grab some lunch because, you know, I mean, I mean, I guess in the workplace, I was kind of split between bringing home lunch and buying food. And, um, you know, knowing that I was going to be at home and knowing that, you know, maybe I don't have as much opportunity to go to pick up food from somewhere, right? Like, I mean, we're trying to practice social distancing here. Um, you know, that, that was something that I found was like super convenient for me to do. Um, and just, you know, having access to stuff, like if I needed another pen or like, you know, just something random or, um, just any, even like personal things that I might've needed, you know, throughout the day, I felt like that was, that was really easy as well. I also did like that. I had the option to go outside and go for a walk that was really close rather than, you know, needing to walk down a hallway, catch an elevator and all that kind of stuff. I could just open the front door and go outside or open the back door or something like that. I'll be honest. I didn't do that very much, <laughs> probably way less than I should have been doing, but you know, I, I think it's more so like the conveniences and access to things like water, or if I felt like, you know, I mean, I could have done this in the workplace too, where I wanted to just like drink tea in the middle of the day or something like that. Um, but I mean, I think there was something about um, 
you know, having all these things within, you know, very close reach in the comfort of your own home. I mean, I did mention a lot as well that I did need to remind myself to get up and have a little bit more movement because I realized that, um, you know, I wasn't really doing a lot of that being like working, like waking up and like going downstairs and just starting to work or whatever. But um, those are things that I, that I liked about it. I definitely, now that I have been back in an office working, um, I definitely do feel like having a, maybe a little bit more privacy, like on phone calls that I've been having or um, yeah, like I mentioned the whole thing about like having home lunch kind of thing. I was like, oh my God, I feel like it was way easier and I have to like go outside and sometimes rush like in between meetings or whatever. Whereas before it'd be easy, I would just like, you know, take a few steps over to the fridge, get my lunch and like eat it real quick and then jump on the next conference call. Whereas like now I'm actually like not a lot of face-to-face meetings, honestly, like, you know, and when we are, we're like sitting far apart from each other, but there's still, you know, that element of, I need to get up, walk somewhere and go. That's farther than what I had been used to for a few weeks. But um, I know it'll only be a matter of time until I'm back into my normal schedule. <laughs> you know, you just, um, remind, you just reminded me of something um, in terms of, you know, being really close to the fridge and snacks and stuff like that. Um, I actually was reintroduced to an old pastime kind of snack that um, I started eating fruits again from that keto diet. You know, I was doing keto for a long time, but I started incorporating fruit. And so having apples with peanut butter is now like my most favorite thing in the world. And I never used to eat peanut butter. I actually like for the most part, dislike peanut butter, I had to really be in the mood, like all of a sudden I am craving peanut butter in order to eat it. And now I'm craving it with apples all the time because the the juiciness of the apples cuts into the thickness of the peanut butter and just has this like great flavor combination that I was just like, I've been missing this my whole life. Why haven't I not eaten this? But when I was pregnant, I started to crave peanut butter. And since I, um, was pregnant, I've now begun to like it more. And so if you haven't had apples with peanut butter in a long time, I highly suggest you, you know, take a leap of faith and try it, give it to your kids if you haven't yet. It's, it's really good. Another thing that I thought of was I'm actually saving so much money because I think I was majority like Uh, eating out when I was working in the office just because lack of time in in preparing food. But, um, you know, there's, there's so much more that I have to prepare now and make sure that my whole family has food. And um, before Grayson was going to preschool and they provided food for lunch there. And then Daniel, he would um, either take leftovers and I would leave him most of the leftovers. He would either take that or he would, um, his parents would prepare him food or he would just eat out. And so him and I, you know, kind of ate out a little bit during lunch quite a bit. Now we never eat out unless we're like intentionally supporting local vendors and local, uh, local eateries. Um, so during the week we do not eat out at all. We, neither of us has time for that. We have to, you know, have stuff prepared at home. We've been saving so much money on eating out because we're just making everything at home. And I had this habit tracker in my, um, I, I don't think I told you this, but I started a habit tracker in my actual bullet journal, not just on my calendar like before. And it just, it's there to make sure I drink enough water. Um, I started meditating. Um, and one of them was eating home lunch. And that thing is totally like consistent all the way down. I eat home lunch almost every day. And so, um, 
saving a lot of money, which is good. Something interesting I forgot about. Yeah, I think like one thing that maybe is a little bit different for me is um, when I was in the work from home situation, I was the only one who was working from home, right? So, I mean, Chris doesn't have the ability to bring work home. That's just not possible. I wouldn't want him to either. I mean, for people who don't know, he works in a medical laboratory. So all that stuff should stay in the laboratory and not leave. Um, so, you know, throughout this time, he, he never had the opportunity to work from home. It's just not possible. He still was going into the hospital. I mean, he has to, right. That's where the lab is. Um, so I think it was kind of like maybe what you were doing, but like half and half, you know, because sometimes, um, like, I mean, I was at home by myself and while, you know, maybe I could do a lot of the cooking or whatever, um, sometimes, you know, work there was just a lot going on with work or whatever. So I'd just be really tired. And to be honest, like something that I thought was interesting is I was getting tired way earlier than usual during the whole work from home thing. Like I would want to like take a nap at like three o'clock where I'd never had that happen to me before when I was in the workplace. But I do think part of that is because you have those breaks throughout the day where a coworker is coming to chat with you or like you're, you know, walking down the hallway to a meeting or something like that. Whereas this was like focused work because I had no interruptions and I was just kind of like cranking stuff out. Like I was feeling really productive and stuff, but, um, and, but yeah, just Mental no breaks. breaks, you know, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like a few hours of like straight, like just working and that's it. So I was kind of like, I mean, I feel like I accomplished everything I would have in an eight hour plus work day anyway, but in less time. Um, but yeah, so we, we actually were still occasionally doing like takeout, maybe like once a week or something like that. Um, when I was just like, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. Like, I just want food to come to me <laughs> and I need to eat to live. So, um, but the thing I was also having a hard time with was the lack of variety of food, I think, which is weird. Cause I'm, I'm not like a, like an adventurous eater or anything like that. Like I, mm -hmm. I'm usually I'm pretty good with just kind of like, like I, I eat to live. I, I like, there are times where I, where I enjoy food, but I'm not looking for a lot of flavor. I'm just looking not to pass out. So <laughs> I, I did find after a while, I was like, I don't want to eat that again. Oh, I'm also really bad about eating things out of cans and like frozen stuff and whatever. So, you know, that, that's another thing where I was having a little bit of trouble with like limiting, going to the grocery store, holding back on that because I like my food to be fresh. I don't want to eat something out of a package. Sorry to sound like a spoiled brat, but you know, I was just kind of like, uh, like I'm, I'm hungry. Open the cabinet. Uh, great. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it means you're, you're spoiled or anything. I just, you know, it's healthier to eat fresh. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Yeah. And I think those were, you know, habits that I was trying to, I, I have been trying to incorporate for a while now. Right. So, you know, this kind of like threw a wrench into that where, I mean, there, I mean, I know that at this point I found ways to eat healthier and I think companies out there like small businesses and whatnot have come together to provide like delivery services for vegetables or like proteins, you know, like that kind of stuff. So I think that that's good. And I'm glad that they have, built those connections and relationships to offer these other items to, you know, the general public. But in the, in the beginning, I was kind of like, what do I do? Um, but so, um, you know, what, what, another thing we want to talk about is I think Tempsey and I had mentioned on previous episodes that at some point we'd like to do something entrepreneurial. So I, I thought that this was a good time to kind of reflect on this whole work from home thing, because 
a lot of entrepreneurs out there just depending on what kind of business they have. Obviously, if you had a restaurant or retail store, you'd still have to like leave your house to go and operate that. But for someone like me who maybe wants to, you know, do YouTube full time or something like that, you'd be staying within the confines of your home, right? Like for the most part, unless if you had like occasional meetings with um, other companies or brands that you might be working with. So I thought it would be a good chance to look at this from an entrepreneurial perspective and what would it be like if we had to do this permanently um, or if we chose to do this permanently. permanently. So um, Tempsey, do you have any thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, that's the dream for me, to be super honest. I want to be, you know, work, have a home office and be able to have a comfortable setup with a, you know, a good amount of space and a desk and um, a printer for sure. That's been really something that I would definitely enjoy having as a printer. Um, not that I need to print a whole bunch of stuff, but just in certain like very rare occasions, having a printer here would have really benefited me. So I think, you know, that would, that would really help. And just having a workspace, you know, where you could shut the door, <laughs> you could have quiet time, you could have, you know, time to focus on what you need to get done. And just, you know, working for your own family like that, that to me is the ideal situation. And I feel like I would, you know, that would give me ultimate purpose. And I feel like I could all around be a lot more effective and, and efficient. But even if I was not working, you know, just for myself, having a home office and not having my kid here um, all day long, you know, I love him to death, but, you know, it just provides a lot of distraction. So, you know, that's kind of where I, I was thinking about in terms of entrepreneurial perspective. But what about you, Shelly? For me, I think, um, you know, I agree. I would love to have a dedicated office or workspace. I mean, I'm kind of sitting in the quote unquote office right now, but not really. Um, only because, you know, the setup that I have to do, just depending on the, you know, what I need equipment wise, I don't think this desk is sufficient. Um, but if it were my own business, I don't think I'd be looking at as many spreadsheets as I look at today. So maybe I don't need as much space. Um, but so, so from one, one perspective, I do think I would need to change up the workspace environment, right? Like maybe clean stuff, some of the stuff off of this desk, um, or I don't know, just like have a little bit of a different setup or situation, but definitely office space desk, making sure I have like the right laptop and other tools that I would need to do to get my job done. But one thing that I thought was really interesting when I was working from home because I was home alone, um, it's very weird for me to not to not to talk to people during the day. Um, and so I think it, I would feel more okay depending on how many meetings I have or what kinds of projects I was working on. Um, because it's funny when I watch a lot of YouTube videos where people are doing that full time they kind of mention that viewers that they have are kind of like their coworkers. And those are the people who they're interacting with throughout the day because, you know, they're like responding to comments on a video or Instagram posts and that kind of stuff. And that's kind of something that I, I thought was like, that's a good point because if I was doing something like that full time and just depending on when I'm working with a brand, it may not be constantly. That's why like maybe once a month, like who knows how often, you know, they actually need to communicate with each other. But otherwise, who else are you interacting with? Your viewers, right? People who are following your channel. So I was kind of like, I see what they mean by this now. Um, 
And that was kind of an interesting perspective for me. I definitely agree that if I was working on, you know, my own projects that were driven by myself to fulfill the needs of my business or whatever, you know, like that vision, that purpose, um, I do feel like I'd be more engaged and maybe not have had, I don't think I would have had as much trouble with some of the stuff that I was working on um, during my work from home. Because like, I mean, not to say that my work was not interesting or boring, but there's a different element when you're doing it for something to like further your own growth, right? Like, so that that's the thing that I think would mostly be different um, and, and kind of like an important element to, you know, recognize. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, there's a lot of uh, entrepreneurs that like run a podcast, let's say, um, similar to what we're doing, and they have a large following. And so they have like quarantine cocktail parties with their followers. And and there's one in particular that I'm thinking of, and um, these folks pay to have to listen to his podcast. And so in order to kind of give back and to connect to his small community that he's built, he has quarantine cocktail parties and everybody jumps onto, I think it's called Crowdcast, and they all like chat and he brings some pe- some of the guests, like some of the people who are his his community come on to the crowdcast and talk to him in front of the rest of the community. So it's like really cool for him to be able to connect. And, and so over time, that's something that you may not exactly that, but then that helps you connect to your, you know, the people that are supporting and following you. So there's your connectivity piece, right? Where you're connecting to people around you. So that's Mm -hmm. really cool. Yeah. Um, So what would you think to improve about your situation, Tempsey? I think the only thing for me, um, if I, if we were to continue doing this, um, I mean, specifically working from home, not for any particular reason, you know, I think businesses are going to kind of reset how they're thinking about whether employees truly need to be in the office or not. And my boss has already mentioned like, Hey, think about what this looks like for us in the future. Like if this is more comfortable for you to, to, stay at home and work from home and you feel like you're more productive or you feel like you're happier in life because you're working from home, then why not maybe think about doing that more? And, and maybe this is something new that we can um, kind of dive into or experiment with, or we're already experimenting with it. Right. So I think a lot of business are going to, businesses are going to change their mindset um, and their perspective about working from home. So I think if, if I decide and he's okay with me working from home, then, you know, hopefully Grayson will be back to school by then. And I would be totally fine with it. That's the only thing that would really improve the situation only because I want to make sure he's taken care of. I don't want him to feel neglected throughout the day, but as a, you know, you have to get your work done. And so for me, I think that would be the only thing I would truly need to improve the situation. Um, but ideally, again, I go back to having a like dedicated workspace, um, be able to, you know, kind of set up the decor in a way that makes me feel inspired and, and um, happy to be in that space would definitely improve it as well. But that's just like icing on the cake. That's not necessity. I think what I have now will definitely work for my situation. I just think that um, Grayson would need to have more engagement. And I think you know, if this goes on for too much longer and he's not able to go to school, it's going to impact his, you know, academic process or progress, I should say. And so I want to, you know, I might have to start thinking about how I'm going to adjust our schedule or maybe focus a little bit on, on his um, growth and progress from an academic perspective. um, Because, 
this could set them back, you know, like uh, being around other kids and learning from the amazing teacher he had um, at his school, he was progressing a lot and it was only two weeks. <laughs> he had just started preschool. So um, I, I am a little bit concerned about that. So we may have to start adjusting what that looks like um, for him and his growth. But um, what about you? I'd say in general for me to improve the situation and for like, I wouldn't say that it's what I'm going to say pertains to the work and doing the work itself. I would say from a work from home situation, I think I maybe need to set a better schedule for myself to do other things that are not work related because kind of like how I was mentioning, you know, initially going into it, I felt like, Oh, I could film like a quick video during lunchtime. That never happened. You know, oh, I could like watch a master class. You know, I, I, I'll have more time to do that because now I'm not taking 30 or 40 minutes to drive home. That kind of didn't really happen either. But, you know, thinking about and being mindful about like scheduling the days like, hey, every Tuesday, Thursday after quote unquote after work. I'm going to be doing this every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to be doing that. You know, at the same time too, I could have also layered in a little bit more exercise. You know, I could have woken up a little bit early and gotten some exercise in, in the morning. I didn't do that either. So I think those are things um, like keeping myself on the schedule. I think I was like giving myself a pass on doing stuff like that because I do think before all of this started, I was maybe like doing a little bit too much of this extracurricular stuff. I needed to give myself more of a break sometimes to just kind of like do nothing and watch TV. So, I mean, in that regard, I did take way too much advantage of like just watching stuff and like mindlessly watching things. Although I will say like what I was watching was not like brainless TV, you know what I mean? So yeah, but I, I mean, I feel like I, I spent a lot of time doing that, that I didn't necessarily need to, and I could have been doing some other more productive things that now I'm kind of like, I didn't take advantage, right? So um, that, that's no, kind of the only thing. But like you said, like, you needed a little bit of a break. So yeah, I think that's another thing that we have to, like, as individuals who are, you know, we consider ourselves and, and push ourselves to be high performers in general, that we don't have a whole lot of self-compassion about when we need time for ourselves and need to relax. So for me, I didn't have a whole lot of time to binge shows except for when I was cooking. And so that's when I would just have my headphones on and have a show because my husband and my son were in the living room and I couldn't see them. And so I was kind of alone in the kitchen. And so I would just put my headphones in, put the iPad or my iPhone up and I would glance at it every once in a while, but mostly I was just cooking. And so I don't feel any guilt about that. Like, or even if I do sit down and watch a show for 30 minutes or an hour, like we can't feel guilty about that. Even if you did it for a whole month and a half, like that's okay. You do so much and you get so much done for yourself and you get so much done for, you know, your, your work that we have to kind of be like, let that guilt go and be like, it's okay. You know, I didn't take advantage of that time for a reason. I needed some self-care and, and that's hard for a lot of people right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I do think too, um, one thing that, you know, this whole thing sort of like, I know took away from myself and a lot of other people as well. Like I hadn't gone on a vacation in a long time and I initially had planned a vacation, um, but I had to cancel it due to obvious reasons. So I think, you know, that was kind of me like giving myself that vacation for a little bit, but I do still think I need to like literally, I mean, I, I think people are canceling their vacations because now they're like, oh, I'm just kind of at home now. 
but you're still doing work. Like, I think I still need to like take a week off or something somewhere. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Same here. I told my husband, as soon as this is like, as soon as this is lifted, I just want to take a couple of days off. Even if we can't go anywhere, like let's just go to the North shore and rent a place. If, if, if that's okay. Cause I know they're kind of, um, coming down on, on, uh, short-term rentals, but still, you know, if there's something we can do or stay in a hotel to kind of build up the hospitality, uh, build the hospitality industry back up again and help with that, supporting local hospitality places. I'll, I just, just for a couple of days to like decompress and then like go back to the office. Maybe I think, you know, that would be really helpful because you had to cancel your vacation. I had to cancel my vacation that I was going to take in June because it just doesn't seem like it's number one, the right time. And number two, who knows what the, the situation is going to be like in June. You know what I mean? You just don't know. And so we had to cancel ours too. Um, but yeah. I know it's crazy. Um, <laughs> anywho's, <laughs> let's talk about what it's going to be like when we have to go back to work. So I think this is a little bit different for me because I got a new job and I think I mentioned I am back in the office right now. And for me in this whole thing, the hardest part was waking up and leaving the house. Um, you know, getting back to that usual work schedule, obviously, um, it's something that we're gonna all probably have to do, you know, to some degree, whether, you know, maybe your workplace is accepting of, um, more work from home in the future. Like if that works for that sort of company, but it it may not work for everybody, right? Like not everyone can say like, yeah, let's just maybe work from home whenever you want to now. Like not everyone can do that. Um, or not every business can do that, I should say. Yeah. Um, so I have been trying to get myself adjusted to the time. Um, t- I mean, the time of waking up and knowing I have to drive somewhere and all that kind of stuff now, especially because I know at some other point, you know, schools are going to be back in session. Other people are going to be going back to the office. And so, I mean, right, today is May 3rd. And our stay at home is in effect here through the end of the month. And I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be extended again, but since it's the beginning of the month and I think we're going off of the like hope that things will be okay for us to resume to quote unquote as normal as possible life by the end of this month, I was like, okay, I have like four weeks to like get myself back into shape before maybe other people are starting to go to work. So I've been slowly setting my alarm earlier um, every few days so that I get back to that normal schedule that I was on before. Um, because where I live, I have to deal with some traffic to get into the office. So slowly getting myself adjusted now. So it's not like, you know, I I'm in this schedule and then, Oh my God, suddenly on Monday, I have to wake up like 45 minutes earlier. So I've been working on that recently. So it's not as much of a shock. Um, but what about you, Tempsey? Is there anything that you're thinking about once, you know, all of this is done and maybe you start to go back to work? Yeah, I'm wondering if I should like gradually transition, maybe, you know, go into the office when we have meetings, like we only have meetings on Mondays and Thursdays, um, or, and then like slowly work up to fully back in the office, or do I want to spend a few days working from home? I'm not sure, but I think that brings up a lot more to think about, like, parking. If you're not going to be in the office every day, are you really going to pay for parking? Because where I work, like, parking has to get paid for. So is, are you really getting the full value of what you're paying for? Because it's really expensive, you know? So, um, and the other thing is if I did decide to work a little bit from home for part of the week, 
then I would have to have an extra monitor at home and an extra monitor at work. So at some point I got to buy another monitor, which, you know, is that really worth it when I'm fully physically capable of working in the office every day and it helps keep that separation from family, like home life and work. Um, so I've been really thinking about that. And I think, you know, I might take some time to transition a little bit, um, but I don't think it would take that long to transition back into working um, at work. Uh, so it won't be a long transition. And eventually I think I'm probably just going to end up working at um, in the office every day because otherwise you're kind of like half-halfing it. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense financially, really. Um, but we'll see. Um, you just never know. So I'm just kind of thinking it out and, and trying to determine what that looks like. But I think I'm missing a lot of that connectivity with the team as well. But I just don't, you know, and we're, most of us are separated far enough away seat wise where we wouldn't have to worry about, you know, transmission in general. Um, but I don't know about, are we wearing masks in the office? Like, are we wearing gloves? Like, I don't think we're going to wear gloves, but um I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Do you, you're back in an office now. Is that something that you guys are taking precautions on or you're just keeping your general distance away from each other just to be considerate or what does that even look like? I'm not sure. Yeah. So, um, well, one thing I'll say like the, sh the, for me going back to office, the hardest thing was the first week of work. Like I just felt like I was just very tired. Like my sleep schedule is kind of out of whack and it, sort of like somewhere in the middle of the week, it was making me go to sleep like a lot, like way later than I really should be, you know? So that's kind of the that's only interesting. thing that really, yeah, messed me up was, um, you know, me trying to go to sleep and like wake up in the times that I should be. So second week, pretty okay. I'm sure it's going to, you know, just get easier and easier from here and out. But um, I will refrain from commenting in detail on what we are doing in the office. But generally speaking, most people are not there right now. Um, most people are not there. Most of them are able to work from home. And there are some people who are there. I would say like key people are there. Maybe people who need to connect often and sort of like in groups at round, not in groups, sorry. That, I mean, you know, a few, maybe like three to five of them need to speak frequently just as things come to mind, like where they, you know, need to walk on over to somebody and like have a conversation right away and like gather people. I think that kind of becomes difficult when you're working remote because then you have to like check like individually, maybe like, what are y'all doing? Like your calendar is open, but that doesn't mean you're not occupied doing something else. Whereas when you're in an office, you can just kind of look over and see who's, actually like busy like right there and then um but I mean there has been some like from what I can tell like there's like hand sanitizer around the office like that kind of stuff um they do you know have employees or allow them like you know if you're not comfortable you can definitely wear a mask you know while you're at your desk um obviously right now out and about if you are going to go by lunch when you have those interactions with a business there is a rule right now where you do have to wear a mask and I think just generally speaking, I mean, like while I've been using, like, I mean, obviously during the day, you know, we have to go to the bathroom in the office. I do use like the napkin to open the doors as I'm leaving, like that kind of thing. Um, and just like distance wise, we don't sit very close together. And most of the people who are in the office have offices. Um, so clearly they're, you know, they're enclosed. They're completely separated by a wall. 
Um, there's a couple of us who are in cubicles, but we're pretty far. Like we're definitely more than six feet away from each other. It's probably like 10 or 15 feet away from each other. So, you know, we're, we're keeping a safe, you know, distance in between each other. So I think we should be okay. I think another yeah. thing too, is that the numbers here just generally on Oahu have been going down drastically where there's only like one, two, maybe four cases in a day. Yeah. So, you know, I think those are all things that are, while I'm, I'm not saying like, Hey guys, we're all good. Do whatever you want. You know, I do think that those are good um, signs that we're getting to a safer place. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing that I forgot to mention earlier is, you know, before all of this happened, our coworker, my coworkers and I, if somebody had like a birthday, we would all go out to lunch for all of the April birthdays or all of, you know, and so we had two people who had birthdays this month, I'm sorry, in April. And so we all pitched in to get that individual like a small gift. And then, um, and then we planned separately to do, um, cause we have a, a call every morning. And so we did a little celebration where everybody wore something like fun, um, based on the theme of that person, like how we determined what's the theme for that person's birthday. And we all dressed up to have a, a little like fun Zoom party before our meeting got started and we sang happy birthday. So even though we weren't able, we're not able to connect with our coworkers right now in person, we're trying to find ways um, that we've been noticing a lot of other people have been finding ways to celebrate too. Um, and I've seen a lot of people do virtual palhanas too. So, you know, you were talking about connectivity earlier and um, you know, I think that that's really cool to have virtual pahanas. I think pahana is like just celebrating the end of the workday by having a cocktail or just having poopoo's, you know, appetizers or something like that, but doing it virtually. Um, and so, you know, for me, I would love to do that. But then I think about, okay, if we did that at 4.30 or 5 o'clock, that's when we log off at my house. And then I'm going to have this kid running around with this like husband, like chasing after him. And so having a pauhana at my house with my rest of my team on probably wouldn't be like the most successful thing. It would probably cause me more stress than it would like taking advantage of the connectivity piece because I'd be worried about what's going on in the background and when I have to start cooking dinner and all that stuff. But I think it's cool that people are doing that. It, it probably is fun for those who don't have all of that stuff going on in the background or who might be able to do it later. So I thought that was really cool. So any way you can keep connected to people, uh, whether it's your coworkers, your family, um, try to do it. It helps. Yep. I definitely agree. I have been doing some like virtual manicures or like brunch virtually um with people so that's been fun um it's been a it's been a couple of weeks i mean basically since i started my new job because i don't have as much time now but yeah um i think it's something that would be great to start up again and does kind of help you feel like you're still hanging out with your friends you know even though you're all in your own homes all right well that's all we have for you guys today thanks for listening to this episode of the outright effect you can find us at theoutrighteffect.com. Follow us on our social media accounts on Instagram at Facebook at The Outright Effect or email us at theoutrighteffect at gmail.com. By the way, we have been uploading our episodes onto YouTube as another easy way where you can listen in. Um, but other than that, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.